0: Live from New York, it's the show that is wishing you an absolutely delightful Thanksgiving. It's first things first today.
1: Oh, nice. Absolutely. Nice guy.
0: Dax says he feels the best he's ever felt. Wow. But does he also feel like the MVP? Ooh. Meanwhile, an early holiday motivational treat. It's a special edition of the Bud List. Brew. I know you want to tell me who's on the bubble Bud List, but just save it. And finally, <laughs> is there a chance that the Chiefs, who haven't scored a single solitary point in the second half of three straight games, fall off the top of tears? Uh, it got to. You would think. Uh, I mean, they went there's No goal. way could be on the top yeah, of the yeah, they
2: fall off the top of the tears. They got time. to. Six times last year, once already this Stop year. On my last year. If
3: they're on the top of the tears Wilds, it would be a travesty. You
2: know? All right, that's all I got to say. There's no way. away. away. We're going to for I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick? Yeah. Well, of course they could fall down the tears. We'll, I don't want to reveal it. 59 minutes from now, we will. We'll see what the committee okay. decided upon. Tune in. Committee, Tune in. working holidays, unlike Kevin Wiles. Well,
0: today is actually a working day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. So. <laughs>
0: we start with Dak's MVP case. He'll look to stay hot against an up-and-down commander's defense. Dak has been cooking 14 total touchdowns in his last four games. Here's an optimistic Dak.
3: I can tell you the the way that I feel, um, the confidence that I have in this group myself, um, zone I guess you can call it, whatever it is, uh, talked about it over and over the coaches, um, just the chemistry of this team, yeah, by far the best I've I've ever felt and it's not just me, it's it's, it's a lot of the things around me. Okay, feeling good.
0: MVP odds, Hurts at one, then Lamar, Mahomes, Tua, Purdy and Dak tied, so he's in the periphery of the conversation, but after Thanksgiving. Will he really be in the conversation?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's got to be on the very short list already, and I don't know how Brew thinks, but I think he's going to cook tomorrow, and it's going to be one of the most watched football games of the year Mm because the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving is always one of the most watched games of the year. And after tomorrow, he's of the quarterbacks. Now, you guys know I feel doesn't have to go to a quarterback, and this year Miles Garrett's got the best case. But of the quarterbacks, you can't make a compelling case For any quarterback over Dak Prescott that's like, oh, yeah, he's clearly ahead of him. There's not one. And the Dak has to overcome the fact that he had a really bad game, but every one of the candidates has. Jalen had a brutal game against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had the Tua against the Eagles and the Chiefs, played poorly. Lamar against Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Purdy in that entire three-game stretch. Mahomes, who's on the list.
3: uh, Heightened it with
2: Purdy? No, he had three. You you disagree that Brock Purdy had three bad games in a row, Brew? I don't want to argue about Brock Purdy right here. I'm just being honest. Patrick Mahomes, who has not had an MVP-caliber season, but I'll mention him because he was on the full screen, played very poorly against Denver, two weeks ago in the game or three weeks ago in the game they lost and didn't really play well against the Jets. Remember, that's when Robert Sala said, you know, we've embarrassed all the quarterbacks. Patrick was one of the guys on the list. And so he also, to me, has the body of work, and I know it is a single-season award, but if I understand some guys being like, wait, really, is that guy going to be the league MVP? Dak Prescott in 2019, threw for 4,900 yards, at 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. In 2020, 20, he was hurt. In 2021, he threw for 4,400 yards, had 37 touchdowns, and 10 picks. So you think there's got to be some, like, MVP roots? No, it, well, I, I don't think there has to be, mm-hmm. but I think that... You're going down the,
3: the career achievement board no, I
2: No, I, no, that's not... Uh, uh, maybe I stated it wrong. I apologize. The point that I am making is there is a level of skepticism to Dak, who is... is the star quarterback for one of the best teams in the league, who is, and we can show you his numbers, who is having a great statistical season that to me does not marry with the fact that it's not like this is an out-of-nowhere great statistical yeah. season. And Bruce, since that one bad game, he has been the statistically the best quarterback in the league since the Niners game. Statistically speaking, and by the way, they haven't lost. And so, yes, like I think Dak is firmly. In the in the top rung of the MVP race. Uh,
3: look, I think he'll be in the conversation like he is now. I do think he'll play well tomorrow and they will beat Washington. But I think he'll remain about where he is. Fifth, sixth, right outside the periphery of the top tier leaders. And here's the problem for Dak. The three guys at the top of this list, mm-hmm. Hurts, Mahomes, and Lamar, they are viewed as the reason their teams win. They're viewed as the reason they're – even still Mahomes. Because even as great as that defense is, take Mahomes off that team and we're not ever talking about them. All right, they're a mediocre team at best. But that's not what people think of Philly. No, I I would disagree. I think Jalen Hurts with his leadership – I think he, I do think he is viewed, everybody else is great, but he is, remember what they were before
2: he got no, there No, I know, but don't people with Jaylen Philly, Hurts. don't they say they have the best roster in oh, the yeah. league and they well, are great on both sides Well, people say that about the Niners, the but they, they, okay, say, sure. they yep. say
3: Philadelphia, I, I do think Jalen Hurts is clearly viewed as like the leader oh, of the, that team. That I totally I heard. think with Purdy and Dak, and now I think people realize it with Tua, they are a part of it, a big part of it. But they're not like the reason, or as you would even say, the best player on their teams. Okay, so I think that's the first thing that's against Dak. The second, there's two other things. The second thing is this, Nick, of the game managers, and I'm going to say that's Purdy and Dak. I think Purdy has the better argument. But what than Dak? And here, here Sorry, it is. Go ahead. Dak, he's beaten Dak head to head and, and right. had four touchdowns, no picks in that game. Dak, of course, had three interceptions, yeah. one touchdown. And Purdy, Dak has not beaten anybody. Dak has he hasn't beaten a winning team this year. The the teams he's beaten are combined 21 and 51. Purdy has some big victories. Jacksonville, yep. Dallas. Pittsburgh, where he played well in those games as well. And and then statistically, so he's got Purdy's he's got the better wins, he's got the better stats because he's better than Dak in passer rating, completion mm-hmm. percentage, yards per tip, yards per the best game. touchdowns, in interceptions are close. Yep. 18 5, 19 6 for Dak. Yep. So that's a wash. But I think if it if the top three guys and I'm with you. I don't think any of them really deserve well, can, it. If they falter, though, to the point where they're not going to win it, and it comes down to
2: game managers, I think but, Purdy we should so be ahead here's of the, Dak here's right the, I now. I guess the the problem I have with almost the setup of that. You just put you just assigned Dak Prescott in a, the game manager category. Yeah, I think that's what and I don't, Right, and so I, I just don't think we have evidence of that. He came into the league a game manager. But four years ago, he almost threw for 5,000 yards, and he had 30 touchdowns. Was that when they, what
3: was, did that they have a good year that year? No, they were mediocre. They were were mediocre. Right, but that's, that's. But that's that's what people, the thing with Dak is that he can put up big numbers, but not when they
2: win. Okay, except for the fact that when they were a 12-win team two years ago, he had 37 touchdowns, 10 picks, and 4,400 yards. And last year, he had good raw numbers, except for the interceptions were off the Mm -hmm. charts, and they won. 12 games this year. They're pacing to win 12 games. But guess whose numbers. numbers are better? The, r- r- Brock Purdy. Yes. Brock Even Purdy. just total like Guardy numbers the, as far as yards I, per game. I agree with all that. The point that I'm saying is I don't think Dak Prescott, I don't put him in the game manager category like you're assigning him to. And the Purdy conversation when it comes to MVP, he is going to win right now. The statistical argument against every player. And so if it is based purely on that, there is no counter to it. The strong argument against Purdy is, while I agree with you, Micah Parsons is the best player on the Cowboys, I believe Dak Prescott is clearly the best player on the Cowboys offense. With respect to CeeDee Lamb, I think Dak Prescott's better, and he certainly is one of the top two guys on the Cowboys offense, and there is real debate about that with Brock Purdy. Is he one of the best four guys on his own offense? Mm. That's that's where I think there is, because obviously stats, just by stats, Right. Purdy be running away with can it. I can I
0: push back on that I know I've been like painted with the Purdy brush the completion percentage of Purdy is 70.2 Dax is 70.1 yeah, right yeah but but otherwise you know, okay here's I'm the other one yards per game Purdy is seven 278.3 yeah oh it, it's two it's it's four yards it's one t- – well, Dak's got the lead for one touchdown. It's the one interception. The biggest interception
3: is obviously the passer. Rate. I know, but we're like, well, Purdy's going to run away with it. Right, no. A big game from Dak. Well, is that Dak- total yards per game includes rushing, right? Yeah. Because yes. passing is about 15, 20 yards yeah, a game, which I yards. get it.
0: That's not you. The, the, uh, it can still change. So, if Dak jumps Purdy, which he well, easily – Well,
3: listen, it's going to be decided. Both of these teams have some big games. So, it's going to be decided. And, again, it's not just those two, but I'm saying – they're gonna, you know, the cream's gonna rise to the top. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end going. of the
2: year, the, the I have faith in the NFL MVP voters. Brock Purdy is not gonna be the league's MVP. I think Dak Prescott could be. I think that the, you
3: don't think there's any chance Purdy could. No, just I think of who I
2: he just, is? The, I think that there is too much. And again, maybe. I'm a huge part of it, I understand. And maybe we'll be proven wrong, but I doubt it. I think there is too much residue almost of just so recently seeing last year Jimmy Garoppolo put up amazing numbers and then fall apart. And then also, of all the MVPs, while they've all had bad games, Purdy's the only one who's had a bad extended stretch. Where And so you've had other guys with a bad game here or a bad game there. They Dak, in my opinion, only really had one bad game. Even the Cardinals game, he wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. Yeah. The Purdy, that three-game stretch, plus the skepticism because of the Shannon system, and that I just don't can think I, he's going to be league MVP. Can I ask
0: you a question? Because yeah. we talked about... Dak's going to be on Thanksgiving, but then Purdy plays an hour after that game is over. Yeah. Is
2: there anything
0: Purdy can do? To change your mind. Because he's kind of in a tough spot. If he throws a nice ball, it's like, well, no. Kittle.
2: No, I told you. That's not true. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm asking a real no
3: question. I'm but but you know exactly fresh. what it is. There have to be some injuries. You know, no. And, and no, no there doesn't. I don't, know. I
2: don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, for, it, it, for, I mean, I, doesn't there have it,
3: to be some injuries? No. no and it, we it, don't. I know you don't wish no, that.
2: No, but right now they're fully healthy. So is there anything on Thursday you can do to impress me? Yes. If they are, if they, if in the second half of that game, it is a nip-and-tuck game, or they are trailing, and Brock Purdy plays excellent. That will be an important really? data Really? Even with McCaffrey yes, and Kittleman? What if he me? throws a slam it pattern to Debo and he takes it, it will, 50 again, yards I, to the guys house. Are you going to give me credit we're, for that? Now we're like, arguing about if this hypothetical thing happens, what will I hypothetically believe? I'm telling you guys that I, I would like to see him at some point without all the Avengers play well. He can't do that on Thursday. I would like to see him be in a close game. Down the stretch and play well. And if your point is I'm penalizing him because they're getting out to huge early leads, right. I am not penalizing him. I am just refusing to anoint him as the leading MVP candidate. Well, That's I'm, not a penalty. I'm not
3: even saying that. Saying
2: you don't get to be the richest man in the world is not a penalty. It's just like, the, I'm just saying you can't, I, am, I need to see more win. It'd be one thing, Wilds, if right now they were at a spot where they had never trailed all year. And it's like, well, he's never had the opportunity. Yeah. What do you want from him? He had it in three straight weeks. And in my opinion, I know Brew brings up the Browns game where he threw for 125 yards as a game he came through on, but, but, but he, he failed. Could, in he all did three. put him in position in, in, to win. In the my game. opinion, he failed all three opportunities. So I would like to see him pass one, one of, of me those was tests.
3: concussed. I think it was really but, one. He okay, failed.
2: He, one. Fa- he failed all three. We can argue about why he failed all three.
3: Well, I you're with me clearly. Well, well, I mean,
2: you're pretty stuff. He
0: doesn't know who he's with. I disagree with that. <laughs> when I talk about Sam Howell and the Commanders. Everybody laughs at me. Well, Micah Parsons just so happens to agree with me. So let's take a listen to
1: Micah. This is a team that can be in a positive um, any given way. They're, they remind me a lot of the Chargers, a really good team that's barely, uh, that's splitting, not to coach them, but just the ball just don't roll to your side sometimes. you know. So this is a team that should, could and should be on a positive track with the amount of talent they have. So um, it's a team that we need to take very, very seriously and just uh, you know, that should be enough motivation as it is.
0: <laughs> Brandon Staley got this. <laughs> trying to be
2: nice. Oh, Brewer, you're expecting an A game from Dallas. But before you answer that, you, that was a good response by Micah, right? That's what you want from him? No, I like you that. You guys, that okay, that we should do know, that too. I don't know that he believed okay, it, but, but, but it was polite. But it was running what he was, was supposed
3: you to say. Set. He, he kind of looked it, like he was like. like, they almost beat the Eagles I'm what trying he said. to yeah. figure out something. All right, but go ahead. All right, here we go. Um, Do I expect an A game from the Cowboys? Let me see if they meet the criteria. Losing record. Check. Four and seven. Here we go. Embarrassing losses. Let's see. Twice they lost to the Giants. They made Tommy DeVito look like Mm -hmm. an all-pro. Three touchdowns, almost 300 yards. Uh, And they gave up 40 points in a 20-point loss to the Bears. Check. That's a very specific Uh, Coach on the the hot seat. (laughs) Check! (laughs) Unfathomable negative statistic. Sam Howe's been sacked 51 bro. times. What? Check. So unfathomable. What? <laughs> here's finally. Okay. Once called frisky by Kevin Wilds. Part of it. Check. So, yes, the Washington commanders do and in me indeed meet the criteria. Okay. They are tomato cans. Okay. So, you know what that okay. means. I don't think they are tomato cans. They code. are tomato. I they, just they, did the checklist. Yeah, all right? Exactly. If you don't respect like it, get bro, mad at the checklist, the checklist. Right. right. Yeah. I mean. I don't right. put the checklist together. I mean, I, I do, I but understand. still, it's the checklist. All right, so <laughs> here's what we should expect. Okay. okay. Dak, Micah, Duran, they're going to go crazy. We might see a pick six. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of sacks. Yeah. And Dak is going to put up big numbers. Okay. So, yes, indeed, the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day in front of a national wow, TV wow. audience will put up an A game. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Yes. Pretty True.
2: Because, by the way, Brew and I chatted before the show. Yeah. We're going to try to find some more opportunities like this one where he and I are on the same yeah, side yeah. of an issue You've been because we realize that Kevin, Wilds, Kevin Wilds loves to pit <laughs> Brew and I against each <laughs> no, other. No, I don't. And then just hops on the side he ever thinks is winning. I like <laughs> always interesting to be on the winning <laughs> argument. Um, but Brew is 100% correct. Uh, the Cowboys front is going to eat Sam Howell alive. Yeah, so I think Sam Howell is going to roll another seven this week. That oh. seven combined sacks and interceptions, which, by the way, he has done in four of his 11 games this year. It's happened, for some context to it, zero times to Mahomes in his whole career. <laughs> like the, And, I mean, Sam Howell right now is sacked or throws a pick on 13% of his dropbacks. So that means... One in every seven or eight pass plays <laughs> ends in disaster. Aaron, that that's thing That's not, out and now that's when, the, that's when the commanders have the ball. When the Cowboys have the ball, the Washington D is 29th overall in yards, 30th overall in, against the pass, and in Brews' favorite stat, dead last in points allowed. So you have a terrible defense. That, by the way, some of those games were played when they had Sweat and Chase. Mm-hmm. Now they're both yep. gone. They drafted a first-round corner. He's been benched throughout the year, or not the entire year, but at times in the year. Their secondary banged up and not that good. And here's the other thing: this year, and we can show it to you, massive favorites at home are not losing. They're 13 and 0. They're nine. Wow. They cover the number nine out of 13 times. And it's it's blowouts, yeah. And so, yeah, I totally agree with Brew that even though it's a divisional game, I think the Cowboys absolutely roll. Wilds beloved. Not beloved. Oh, Chris you commander. were trying to get him in the uh, show. Uh, oh, oh, lot. I said dollar Sam dollar. Howell was the real deal. You, you like who's Sam
3: yesterday? Howell. You, you like, like, well, him for like five minutes yesterday. Yeah, he leads the, the league in passing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's something. You picked him. Jake it's You picked that. him to go to the Okay, And guess what? He was a Dark Horse MVP. That's true. He doesn't. <laughs> we
2: had him uh, in on the ropes. Cowboys
0: the have won their games by an average of 22 points. So yeah. I also agree. That's that's going to, gonna, yeah. tomato oh, we got, got
3: another race, so now
1: he's just we'll win. That another
0: NFC odds, Philly at one, San Francisco at two. Nick is actively checking his text to see if anyone liked that take. That's not <laughs> Dallas I'm at doing. three, Detroit, followed by Seattle. Who is more dangerous, a more dangerous threat to the Eagles, the 49ers or the Cowboys? I think it's
2: definitively Dallas. Because, really? I, yeah, so it's and again, I want to be clear here. I am not saying Dallas is definitively better than San Francisco. In fact, if they play each other heads up, it is very hard to say Dallas would beat San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But I think that Philly and I spent a lot of time yesterday giving Philly credit, sure. and I'm not disparaging them. But I do think they have. Uh, a weakness that Dallas can more easily exploit than San Francisco and that we've seen it, which is Dak cooks them up on the back end. And in part that is because, obviously, San Francisco, when they're rolling, is a potent offense. But a point Brew has made, which is a fair one, is aside from Trent Williams at various times this year, that Niners offensive line right. has been gettable, Right. And so I think the Dallas defensive offensive line, pardon me, can hold up against the Philly pass rush, which is what they do so incredibly well, better than the San Francisco better than San Francisco can. So Dak has more of an opportunity to cook in this theoretical matchup than Purdy. <coughs> pardon me. And Philadelphia, despite what Kansas City did, Philadelphia has the best run defense in football. Kansas City ran on them, but prior to that, nobody had. It was the most yards they'd allowed since week one of last year. The Niners' attack starts with the reason guys do run open and all those things is because of the run concepts. The Shanahan attack is based on McCaffrey and the run Mm -hmm. that then opens up everything in the pass. I think the Eagles can defend the Niners' run game better, and Dallas doesn't really care to run the ball. Like, I don't want to say they don't care to, no, but they, the they are not a run-first team. Mm-hmm. And so, I I think Dallas is more likely to if, – If the question is, if the Eagles have home field, who's more likely to go to the link and win? I think it's unquestionably Dallas, a team that has won there before, that has had success, played there this year, played super close. Mm-hmm. So, that's – I think it's the Cowboys. Look,
3: I do think the Cowboys, if they meet the Eagles in the playoffs, even though I'll pick the Eagles, it won't be like – there's no yeah. way Dallas can beat them. They, they are a tough matchup, and they play Philly close, as we've seen. But I'm going to go with San Francisco. We really haven't seen San Francisco and Purdy against we the Philadelphia because weeks. last year, you yeah. know, when Purdy got hurt. And I also think, Nick, and this, this is something that is just going to have to play itself out. The last few times we've seen Dallas in big playoff games, it's ended horribly. Yeah. Like, it's the execution, the la- or lack of execution, the lack of game management, clock management, all that. And Dak is a big part of that, as well as, obviously, Mike McCarthy. So I think at that, I would give the advantage to San Francisco. Obviously, head-to-head, you go with San Francisco. But I think, Nick... These teams, I think, are the most physical teams in the league. Pittsburgh, not in this order, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Those are the big punchers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Those are the knockout artists. Dallas' not on that list. I'm, I think they're a little bit more finesse. At least when San Francisco played them, they couldn't match up with them, that like toughness. Yeah, and so I, that's why I give San Francisco an edge. Too. And right. San Francisco's beating good teams, as I said earlier. Dallas, Kansas City. Um, when it's or not Kansas City. Who they, They'd be yeah. Dallas, um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, Jacksonville. Thinking, he was thinking of the Prince and the um, King. You know who's thrown yeah. for the most <laughs> yards against the Eagles uh, this year? <laughs> yeah. Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam no. Howell. 97. How uh, <laughs> well, many hours. interceptions
0: in Sorry. that game? Well, four touchdowns. I think zero. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that game we'll Sam it. Howell okay. cooked. Yeah. Right. Okay, are the Chiefs on the Bud list? Special Wednesday, Special Wednesday a team. Team going to be list. hot.
3: You never know.
0: Oh, hi, everybody. I got a little bit confused there because it's a special Wednesday edition of the most motivational segment in all sports, the Bud List. Did people mail early? Well, they're always sending letters. letters Oh, it's right there. there. Oh, people are like, well, there's a stamp on
1: it.
2: (laughs) Wow.
0: Dear Wilds, love the show. Well, thank you. Just wanted to drop a note to say the twins, Ryan and Brian, of course. are thankful for the show in the bud list and your personal commitment to reading our letters exclusively even though you get satchels full of mail. Happy Thanksgiving Don and Don. Well, thank you Don, Don, Ryan and Brian and Don Senior, of course. Uh, and we just wanted to take a special opportunity here to say we honestly hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we appreciate spending some of your time with the first first
3: <laughs> I knew there was somebody here getting that what? in there. Don't don't no, what? Me? Well, don't don't like what Thanksgiving
0: me? now, bro? I'm That's trying to be nice to the audience. They have a lot of options when it comes to their
3: sports content, they choose first. That's first. right. Thank All right, me. here we go. The but List. <laughs> yeah, Number three. The List. <laughs> Brock, Purdy. So Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy. All right, now, Um, I heard Brock on the Dan Patrick Show this week. Oh. Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, the great Steve Young, say that the 49ers have found their franchise quarterback. He was talking about you. He used this term to describe you. He said you are an elite processor. So people are coming around, Brock, finally. But there is still one out there.
2: Kevin Wilds? No. Oh. There
3: is one hater out there who does not believe in you, Brock.
2: Coach Mangini.
3: <laughs> and he is the sole reason that you on the, are on this week's butt List. A perfect passer rating, not enough for Nick Wright. Outdoing Montana and Young,
1: not enough
3: for Nick Wright. All right, throwing forward. 629 yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions in your last two games. Not enough for Nick Wright. All right. Or apparently you. <laughs> tomorrow, Brock. What you have to do. Here we go. Somehow you got to be trailing yeah. against Seattle late. But okay? it not be your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah not Brock. your fault. But you're trailing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got to find a way. We don't want anybody to get hurt. But McCaffrey and Debo, just something. Something's got to keep them out of the last ten minutes. Yep. All right. Whatever it is, they can't play the last ten minutes. And then you have to lead them. The, the Niners to the game-winning drive and make sure your rookie kicker, if it comes down to a field goal, does not wet the bed. I know it's a tall order, Brock, but I believe in you. <laughs> all right, take. number two, Gino Smith. <laughs> oh. Geno Smith, yes. First of all, Gino, congratulations. I'm glad your elbow's feeling better. It looks like you're going to play tomorrow. All right, congratulations on resurrecting your career last year and becoming what some people think. Was an MVP candidate. Brock Purdy can't be one, Whoa. but Geno Smith can. All right, so you were an win, MVP win, candidate. Win. Now you played. Win. You played. You, you had him on your MVP list like win. six last year. You had him. last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Becoming okay. an MVP yeah, candidate that's fine. last year. That's fine. All right, and and Geno, look, I'm glad for you. I, I'm pulling for you. But I gotta be honest, I'm not fully convinced. And I have said on this show that I think you're gonna turn back into a pumpkin. And you haven't quite been a pumpkin this year, but you also haven't been the prince that you were last year. Okay, we can agree on that. 12 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Hey, those are Trevor Lawrence numbers. Oh, I mean, Ooh. Uh, but anyway, Gino, uh, I need more. All right, go out there. Here's my charge. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Don't ever turn back into that pumpkin and start tomorrow. You guys need to win. So I got Gino uh, at number three. I, each I, other, so Nick, 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 Pete Carroll, and the Seahawks believe in you, Gino. Okay. All right, yeah. number one, Jared Goff. Oh. All right, Jared. I know what Jared. I know what you're saying, man. A brother can't have one bad game. I don't think you. I mean, that. throw throw three interceptions and now all of a sudden you you you're horrible again. Mm. All right. Well, here's the problem though, Jared. You, the team that traded you immediately won a Super Bowl. All right, the Rams. And then you do play for the Lions. Okay, so look, I get it. It, it, It's not fair, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, you are on the Lions, so we expect, we're waiting for something negative to happen. All right, so you got to go out there after that three interception game and play well and show, because here's what we're wondering about you. Is the pressure of being good every weekend, or is the pressure of expectations getting to the Lions? Mm-hmm. All right, can you play under the expectations? Well, a lot of us think, oh, wow, they struggle with the Bears because now all of a sudden we expect something from them. Well, the, the Packers are just as bad as the Bears pretty much. So go <laughs> out there. There will be high <laughs> expectations tomorrow, but look them in the eye and play the type of football you've been playing most of the year. I do believe in you, Jared Goff. That's
1: his Excellent Excellent, list. Christmas we saw another outstanding Thank job. Coach. It is genius every single week. And I, I struggle finding someone to put on it that you haven't identified. You. But I'm going to go, I gonna go hard with on Patrick Mahomes. And, oh. and, and Nick, Nick made an excellent point yesterday. He said if you're going to be the best player in the NFL, and in his mind arguably the best player of all time, then you need to play like that. And you need to play like that when your defense has five sacks. You need to play like that when you run for 168 yards. Let me show you a play from last game, and, and this is a really good example of how he could have easily won the game. So uh, at the bottom of the screen, you've got an outside breaking route by Kelsey, you've got a vertical route by the receiver. Everything's going to get cleared out over on that left-hand side of, uh, of the offense. On the right-hand side, there's a complementary inside breaking routes. but really, who we're going to focus on is going to be Watson. Okay, Watson's in that number three spot. So the Eagles are going to end up being man-to-man on the outside receivers on both sides, and they're going to have the two linebackers in and out on Watson based off his release. And you're going to have the safety shaded over to that side as well, but you can see it's over to the offense's right-hand side. So those two guys are going to figure out who's going to end up on Watson with some some safety help. So Watson's going to sell that he's running a shallow cross, but he's not going to run a shallow cross. He's going to to pump uh, a little bit and then break vertically up the field. So the linebacker to him lets him go, thinking he's running a shallow cross. The linebacker away from him is waiting for him to come, but he's not coming. He's breaking vertically. So now he's away from the safety. He's away from the linebacker. There's nothing but green grass. Outside breaking runs right to that side. This is an easy throw and catch, and there's no pressure whatsoever on Mahomes. Those That play right there, that's not about being great. That, at all. that Most quarterbacks should be able to make that throw easily. And for Patrick Mahomes, that should just be a, a home run. That's fair, Coach. You know I, I think as much about Mahomes as Nick
3: does. But I will say this, and you're starting to hear this i look at some of Brady's receivers in those first early Super Bowls he won. So they weren't great. So yeah, like last start starting also, to come, Mahomes' last
1: year. Also, by the way, that happened. That
2: great. yeah, like Mahomes' last year. Also, by the way, that happened in the first half. So they still would have had zero points Second half. It was,
1: it was, terrible tape <laughs> breakdown. First of all, first of all, all right. of all, it was first and ten. That is it was terrible. Listen,
2: I'm the, the one the who game. blamed the game on it. I agree <laughs> with you. And when, just America, so you know, when Brew says some people are saying those some people are Brew and Rob Parker. On the odd couple seven to ten box sports radio. He's the <laughs> one saying it. And then he's oh, like, wow. I heard it. So okay. so I, wow. I am adding Nick Siriani like to the bud list. All right. One of the coolest things about the Eagles is their quiet, cool confidence mm-hmm. from their leaders. Yes. Not this, and we'll show you another video in a moment, but if I if I may, the Jalen Hurts is the epitome of quiet, cool confidence. Their defensive leader, Fletcher Cox, never hear from him, been on the team since Andy Reid was there. And then there's the coach, who after winning, I guess, his Super Bowl on Monday Night Football, did this in the tunnel. Take a listen, earmuffs, kids. There's some salty language that we bleep here. Let's go ahead and roll it. I mean, you know, to quote a wise scholar, where do they do that at? Like, come on, man. You're the head coach. You and if you're if that is who your team is and you want to embody it, so be it. But the leader of the team, the face of the team is Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And he's 20 years younger than you and would never do it. So I know, listen, it is now 1-1 Chiefs Eagles dead even except for the Super Bowl ring, of course. So I guess Sirianni's happy about it. But give me a break, man. Okay. Well, look, yeah. it, it, it's fine if you win.
3: When yeah. you act that way, you better win. That's you're yeah. right about that. Because you lose, you're going to look similar.
0: Okay, for the final edition of the Bud List. You thought Mac Jones was gone, huh? <laughs> what? Again, he's back. <laughs> like, take a listen.
1: Are you starting something? What is that? Are you starting something?
2: Hope so. I mean, that's the plan. I think I always work really hard for that. Really thankful. Overall, just to be in the NFL and be playing quarterback you know, on Thanksgiving, right? Um, it's a great week to be grateful for a lot of things and to play this game, the, uh, the game we love together. I think that means a lot to me, regardless of the situation.
0: I think I like that. I'm not 100% sure. I think I like that, bro. He's thankful to be in the NFL. Did he view that as great leadership or like, man, we've reached thankful to be in the NFL <laughs> level. To
3: press conference. No, that you just the latter. <laughs> I mean, really, like, He's just hoping he's still in the league. Okay. Wild, is this inspiration? Years, do you believe it in him? What's going on? I believe in Mac Jones. You don't. Know, if it takes that long, you don't. Know. The you intervention do, works. I think
0: I do. I think I do. <laughs> Mac Jones. Menu button, and honestly, maybe just me. <laughs> might be the only one coming up next. Oh, Aaron! Oh, Jesus! Oh, Aaron Rodgers coming back again for well, the tenth time be... this year.
3: We'll shooting for it.
0: Welcome back to the show. Let's shake the magic eight ball and see where Aaron Rodgers when he's going to play. Reply hazy. Try again. Okay, <laughs> here's what we got from his interview with Pat McAfee on Tuesday. Listen, there's been some 4 and 6 teams that have made runs over the years. The season is definitely not over. It's not dead. There's a lot left to play for. I'm excited about where I'm at in my rehab. Okay, the 4 and 6 teams he's talking about, 2009 Jets went to the AFC Championship. 2016 Packers, 4 and 6, went to the NFC Championship. So there is a theoretical path. Mm -hmm. Do you think Aaron Rodgers, if he's healthy should play regardless of the Jets' record.
2: Yeah, that's what he's... A, that's what he's telling us. And if the doctors clear him, no doctor is going to say, you're healthy enough to play for a contender. A doctor is going to say, you're healthy enough to play or you're not. And Aaron Rodgers... Uh, you know, who is not fond of the spotlight, so he's just doing this because the American deserves the information, has made it very clear he's targeting his birthday, which is December 2nd. Mm-hmm. But he's on the IR, so you have to open up a practice window, which can be three weeks. You wouldn't do that on a Saturday. Rich Cimini wrote this. It's a good point. Right. So December 6th is actually the, 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 tar- the real target date. That's two weeks from today. And I expect him to be taken off the IR and to be at Jets practice two weeks from today. Well, and even if they lose this week, I expect him to be at practice so on the he, practice. So
3: if when field. he's able to play in a game, which would what, be three weeks from that day, well,
2: it could. It, I mean, by the NFL rules, it could be that Sunday. But okay. you have you have a, up to three weeks. If to they're out on. of it, active
3: roster, the playoffs, yeah, or
2: you know, realistically out of it, mm-hmm. you think he should play? Of course. I think yeah. I think the, coach, that, that's, well. Uh, that's let me, Brew, Can I ask you a question real quick before yeah. Coach goes? Yeah. If the Chargers get eliminated from the playoffs after Week 15, should Justin Herbert sit for the final three? How weeks old of is the Justin year? Herbert? Like 27? 20. So he's but
3: Aaron Rodgers is 40 years old, Nick. The, no, I. That's just, the problem. There's no the reward is not equal to the risk. If the, you bring back Aaron Rodgers and he's and they're out of it. One, he could get hurt, and it could be career-ending because that offensive line can't block, and he's 40 years old. Two, if he doesn't play well, it ruins all the excitement you might have next year when Rodgers comes back and you're thinking, oh, we, we gonna this is our year. And three, if you play uh, well, it just puts the target and the bullseye
1: back on you that you had on you going into this season. So I, there's no upside for him coming back if they're out of it well there have been four and six teams that have made the playoffs, and one of the nice things from a coaching perspective is Aaron is keeping that hope alive and when you 're going into a game with a really a third string quarterback who 's never won an NFL game and it doesn 't look very promising to have someone like Aaron say that, "Hey, I could be back I, you know it keeps it keeps the group motivated and and it, it provides some hope now if they 're not in contention which it's going to be a struggle to stay in contention for him. I would imagine that his injury will be um, – he'll have a setback. And oh. it won't be a function of whether or not he can play or, or, or not See, play. I... And he has to make that decision not to play. I think there's going to be some sort of setback. But you're right. They've given up 40 sacks, which is third most in the league. But that's... They're 23rd in the, team, in the league in rushing. Yeah. And if you're running around after an injury, aggressively coming back, you, you need to be but safe in order All to...
2: right. Oh, but all of those things are the case whether they win the next two games or they lose the next two games. So the point I am making here is, it if, it is if it is a ludicrous decision for him to come back if they're 5-7, and seven, then it's a ludicrous decision for him to come back if they're 6-6. Six and six. That's the point I'm making because the offensive line, the, the, the risk of injury, his age, the timeline of the Achilles, all of it's the same. Mm-hmm. And he's telling us. At at 6 and 6, I'll be back in there. Then at 5 and 7, you should be. Because they won't be mathematically out of it. And he's saying, my magical doctors, my magical healing, I'm going to be back. So I'm excited to watch him play. I haven't gone to a Jets game all year. I'll go. I'm excited to watch him play.
0: (laughs) Uh, Dolphins at Jets, then Falcons at Jets. So maybe. Uh, Coming back, we've got Chiefs in need of a bounce back. Coming up in 11 short minutes. Well, it's the most wonderful segment in all of sports. It's Nick's tears. Mm. But right now, ooh, we are just jam packed with franchises today. And this is the only one that needs an explanation. It's a segment we call Must Win. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Think of it like this. You sit down at the Thanksgiving dinner table and your brother-in-law says, you must try this pumpkin pie. You don't actually have to try it. You're not going to get arrested. You're not going to get eliminated from the playoffs if you don't. But, man, you really should try it. It's going to be super awkward if you don't. Thus, must win. First up, Bill's at Eagles. In a game featuring two teams that lost to the Jets, believe it or not, Eagles coming off what should be an emotional W, but Jan stayed locked in, Sirianni not so much, Bills coming off a game where they ran the ball and won, so uh, Nick, so specifically for Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. is this a must win?
2: Absolutely not. Listen. He just played his great game. He's on the roller coaster. You mm-hmm. might keep it up for another week. You also could play really poorly. But the AFC. Here's what we know. I think we all at this table agree. The four divisional winners are gonna be fine: Kansas City, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Miami. But then after that, the three next teams that are currently in the playoffs: Cleveland is starting a fifth-round rookie. Uh, Pittsburgh is starting Kenny Pickens, Pickett, pardon me, and just fire their OC. And Houston is starting a rookie quarterback, and I like Houston a lot, But so there's a lot of flux. Then there's the five win teams, Buffalo, Denver, Indy, and Cincinnati's quarterbacks hurt, and the, or the five loss teams, pardon me, and the six loss teams are the Jets, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Point being is this. I don't think anyone's running away with the wild card spots. Mm, right. And so I think even if the Bills lose Brew and fall to 6-6, six and six, they're still alive. Like, So, no, I don't think it's a must oh,
3: No, I hear you on that. Because with the injuries now that these quarterbacks, yeah. we said a few weeks ago Buffalo was done. Now that's now, not the case. Correct. Cincinnati's out of it pretty much. Yeah. and so, But I still think it's a must win. Right. Because oh. remember, them getting into the playoffs, now it feels like, oh, that'd be a win. No, it wouldn't be a win. This is an S-bob team. Hello. Really? And, and so <laughs> they if they have a good win over one of the team the best teams best in the they league need it. This emotionally will give them the boost I think that they be need. Bad for them, I think it. everything in the past season <laughs> I mean, will be behind them. The, team. the other thing is, they, gotta, look, they got Kansas City and Dallas after this. They
1: got to beat some of these good teams. Correct. So you got to start with Philly. I think it's a must win. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it's a must win, too. It's, they're 6-5. and five. It doesn't get any easier. You just got the offensive coordinator fired, who supposedly you loved. Okay, well, go now go show that you can play at a high level. Because he was the problem, so Love yeah.
0: Josh Allen has thrown an interception in seven straight games. It's also a must not throw an interception, buddy. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Chiefs head to Vegas, where they will try to score one solitary point in the second half. Something Drew, they haven't done the Chiefs, huh? in three yeah. games. Yeah, it's you called don't sound the truth, the Chiefs man. You know what? I'm not. I oh. hold the pom-poms oh. for no one. Oh, there you oh. go. But,
2: Rue, you got Chiefs. him to admit it. You threw great job. That's like No, that's fine. But that's Oh, it's but okay. You haven't scored <laughs> a point no, in the second half. that's Average totally 5 fine. 5.3 point. points. But we just wanted you to stop the charade of you repeatedly saying on the show, Nick, I'm a Chiefs fan. You've said that a dozen times. Am I a fan
0: of my children? No, I love them, though. Do I have to support every single thing they do wrong? Excellent no. point.
1: No. Excellent point.
0: Go ahead.
2: Sorry. All right. As you were.
3: You fought that. You don't off know for where you, you were.
2: Huh? This is a must blowout win a from a blowout home. Win. So I do find something very interesting. So the Chiefs are on the road against a six-loss team and they are nine and a half point favorites. And the so. Eagles are at home against a five-loss team and they're three-point favorites. The Bills aren't, the That's what. Um, and no, you're right. One has five losses. One has six losses. There's a massive difference between the two teams. It's, it's, it's enormous. And I just find it interesting the, what Vegas thinks because, as you'll see on tiers, I'm sure you know in everyone's power ranking segment, the Eagles are head and shoulders better than everyone. But, no, it is not a must-blow-out, but it is a must-win. This is a must-win game. I have been very honest with the audience throughout the year, despite alleged pom-pom waving. I'm the only person holding the entire Chiefs accountable for the great players needing to be great. I'm glad Coach joined me on that today instead of everyone's <laughs> like, ah, uh, the minimum, I, you, minimum salary wide receivers are the problem. No, the Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey need to be better, and they will. Uh, but I've been very honest also in telling you guys going into the Miami game. I said if the when everyone's like, ah, oh, the Chiefs are they? What's wrong with them? I said. They're going to win that game, and if they don't, I will be concerned. If the Chiefs do not beat the Raiders, Oof. it will I will sound the fire alarm on Monday, Oof. but I don't care how much they win by. Yeah, they got to
3: win, but here's what it is. It's a must-catch-the-ball game, oh. okay, and a must-score in the second half. Those are the musts. Okay. Must win, too, but I don't care if they win by two points. You got to catch the ball, and you got to score in the second half.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. No, this segment got weird. You're saying you don't Kansas City do accountable, you're saying you don't love the Chiefs. Yeah. But this I you're, love them, you're it. right. This is a must score in the second half game. And and I looked at Tom Brady and I, I know we compare Mahomes to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's never been shut out in consecutive games in consistent halves ever Oof. in his entire career. So there's that. But if they just if they will just improve a little bit and and whether it's catching the ball, whether it's Mahomes' play, I think it's going to end up being a blowout game. Ooh. But to me, it's just we need to see some improvement, and we need to see some points in the second okay. half.
0: Finally, Patriots-Giants. Coach of the year versus the greatest coach ever, and five combined wins between them. So on to next year, current draft order. Bears from Carolina, number one. Cardinals at two. Patriots, Bears again, then the Giants. And this pains me to say, is this a...
2: Must lose for the Patriots. (laughs) Unequivocally, absolutely yes. I believe this is the biggest game the Patriots have played since the Super Bowl against the Falcons. And I know what you're thinking there. You're like, wait, didn't they play in two Super Bowls after that? And the answer is (laughs) yes. But they, they, those were legacy free-roll Super Bowls. Brady had already gotten his fifth ring. Yeah, sure. They had passed Montana. This game is bigger than, than the Super Bowl they won against the Rams to get to six rings. This game's bigger. Because it is the difference between having Caleb Williams be your quarterback for the next 15 years or having Roger Goodell walk to the podium and say, and with the fifth pick, the New England Patriots select Joe Alt." Tackle Notre Dame. And by the way, shout out to Joe, son of John great chief. But that's the difference. This, game, tackle though, this is the biggest game you guys have played since the Falcons Super Bowl. You must lose.
1: Must lose. Must lose. It, it is a must lose. You got to. What are you playing for? It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But here's why. Because Bill's had 24 uh, drafts. Okay. He didn't have a first round draft pick in three of them. And he's traded down in 13 of those. So 60% of the time, he's going to trade back. Kogen. Even if he's got that high pick, yeah, he's not are, going to be the one probably taking trading it. back yeah. Unless unless Bill's not going to be there. Yeah. But odds are if he's there, he'll probably trade back. And, he's uh, not trading out calls. of Caleb
2: Williams. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not not gonna trade. It doesn't That's matter gonna where, where they are.
1: He's probably <laughs> that trading back.
2: That would back.
3: be the most unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> thing. There's a lot of quarterbacks. There's a lot of
2: quarterbacks.
3: He trades back and then resigns. Coming up next. It's Nick's
0: tears. It's a wonderful segment. Who are you rooting for, Wilds? I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's Wednesday at uh, 4 o'clock. Let me get you up to speed. Last night in a South Philly Chiefs bar, it does exist, a contingent of academic scientists and one down-on-his-luck magician (laughs) fought and toiled and burned the midnight oil. TO CONCOCT WHAT IS KNOWN ACROSS THE SPORTS LANDSCAPE AS THE BEST SEGMENT IN ALL OF SPORTS MEDIA. IT'S AN HONOR. IT'S A PRIVILEGE. It's time for (laughs) Nick's Tears.
2: Wilds added that line because on one of his many burner accounts today, he replied to Mina Kimes and said, Nick looks like a homeless magician. (laughs) And now he's using it against me on on the show. Well, you said down on, on, on your burner accounts, what you said. All right, time for the Tears. A new fresh elimination. The Titans, smited by the sword of the oh. prince. By the way, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. I don't know why we're not talking about that. Now, All right, so here it is. The team's actually still on the tiers. Avoided elimination. These teams last week were on the relegation tier. They won. They avoid elimination, and they are not currently subjected to elimination because all four win NFC teams are actually still alive because of Seattle's loss last week, plus, as Brew mentioned, their upcoming brutal schedule of San Francisco-Dallas, San Francisco-Philly. That's Mm. Seattle's next four. Any of those four-win teams, if they get hot, could be alive, so the Rams and the Packers stay alive. All right, if not for red zone, not sure I'd know these teams exist. Come on, no, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> like I, the, I have in my house set up. has been there, wilds will never come. You, we can watch six <laughs> games at once. In the one o'clock Sunday windows, I'm legit bummed if one of the six games involves either <laughs> of these four teams. Now this week's a little different than playing the Chiefs. The Raiders are, but yeah, I mean, not really much to talk about there. What if tier? What if Joe Burrow had stayed healthy? What if Aaron Rodgers had been healthy? What if the Chargers had listened to Chris Broussard and fired Brandon Staley after a week two win? Maybe we'd be having different conversations. All of those teams had Super Bowl aspirations. They all are going to end up missing the postseason. Not to be taken lightly, these four teams, not only on any given week, can beat you. But at least two of them, if not three of them, are going to make the postseason feel. Mm. What there will be an NFC South winner there, the Vikings are going to be a wild card team. And in the NFC South, the non-winner might be a wild card team if Seattle really falls apart. Next, something just a bit off. All of these teams should be better. The the Bills prior to last week, their inability to generate any offense in the first three and a half quarters of the game, that should not be a problem for them. Defense, maybe because of injuries, not that. Pittsburgh, we saw, and I understand it's the preseason, <laughs> but we saw that Pittsburgh offense lighten folks up. Did not Oh no. We have Brute. They, did. they look great. In the I did. season. They did they <laughs> I absolutely know it was did. And now season. all of a sudden Kenny Pickett's the worst starting quarterback in the league. It doesn't, he shouldn't be great, but it shouldn't be that. And Seattle last year, coach, start played more rookies on defense than any team. But the Chiefs, the reason you do that is so the next year they take a big leap and it, it's just not quite there. Something's a bit off with all these teams. Can win around. All three of these teams, I believe, are making the playoffs, yeah. including the Browns, even though they're down to a rookie quarterback, and all of them could win around in the postseason. They, now, they might, some of them might have to play each other there, but while I do not believe that any of these teams can go on a prolonged postseason run, Miami, the breakdancing hurts them, of course, in the postseason. <laughs> a lot of punching going on. Houston, maybe a little too young, and the Browns' offense is just going to hold them back. They absolutely can win around in the postseason. Super Bowl upside. Solid all-around teams that either have a great quarterback or a great overall offense in the case of the Lions. Coaches that have either won a Super Bowl in the Ravens and Jags case or Dan Campbell, who seems to have his players as bought in as anyone in the league and is the most analytically friendly coach in the league, which I like. If those any of those teams get hot in January, they could be playing in the Super Bowl. Curse of America's team. Mm. When they lose, they're mocked. When they blow teams out, they're somehow mocked more. When they have a quarterback that everyone says is a glorified game manager that turns the ball over too much, when he stops turning the ball over and starts producing 375 yard games against the defending NFC champs, we give him a B instead of putting him in the MVP race. Why? Because they're America's team and they are cursed by that label. Next! Bruce Maserati. We're getting a little high here. Oh, man, oh, man. Coach, I don't know if I you know hear this about Bruce Maserati, which he actually has. <laughs> wow. Man, it is amazing when it's sunshining out. We can show it to you. Look at that, bro. It is great. But much like the Niners, you know, if they're behind or without all the Avengers, in a little rain or snow, that Maserati, not so good. (laughs) Hey, fly off the road. All of a sudden, you're calling AAA. So, bro, as long as it stays sunshining for the Niners, they'll be flying high like your Maserati. All right, now what everyone's waiting for. Top Chief, tier. Chief. I mean, there's
0: not a lot of room. There's oh, really? Has, but there's but multiple teams you know, So what is it going to be? It.
2: Super Bowl rematch, you know you want to see it. Nick Sirianni wants to see it. Vegas wants to see it, which is why they're co-favorites. One, listen, they have now played twice in the last 10 months. One point total and separates. Well, one point and one Super Bowl ring separate them, but that's it. <laughs> Chiefs won one by three. The Eagles won one by four. And they are co-favorites atop the tiers because it was the Super Bowl last year. We saw a great game on Monday night. Looks like we're going a Super Bowl rematch this year. Brew, go right ahead. <sighs> we try to support That's you.
3: some People's dirty outside. pool yeah. right there. What's dirty pool? I mean, look. <laughs> what? What's the problem? You, you did a good job a great of job. making the name gives you an excuse to put mean? both teams on top but this is the well, tears and the one, team two, that should two, be on top is clearly the philadelphia eagles and i didn't want to do this nick because one is not completely accurate well then it's a bit of an it. overstatement okay, well, you but you stop. forced my hand okay. Wilds, what did philadelphia just do on monday night i know what they did they went to the cheese house yes They went up to the bedroom, into the closet, pulled out the Chiefs' slippers and a bathrobe, put it on, went to the kitchen, made made the Chiefs. No, they made the Chiefs make them a sandwich. They made the Chiefs make them a sandwich, took the sandwich, went down, plopped on the couch, put their feet up, and watched a movie in the Chiefs' house. So they should be number one. That's, I mean, come on, Nick. How? How? And, And on top of that, the last four weeks, here's what Philadelphia's done. Let's hear it. They beat Miami, they beat Dallas, and they beat the Chiefs. Here's what Kansas City's done, Coach. They lost to Denver and
2: Philadelphia. Wait, well, hold on. How wait, is this? Wait, How they they is this? Is, hold on. You're not gonna mention the win. You well, it do not matter. I don't care who they, they, they beat. Be. Who they? Like Philly. Okay, but
3: they lost <laughs> to Denver and They're yeah. the not Eagles. Not in the
0: continental United States either. <laughs> the, right. Overseas.
2: There's there, no way they could be. All right. One. Well, all luckily right. for you, Brew, if you would like a facile ranking system that has the <laughs> Eagles at the top alone, check literally any other power <laughs> rankings in the world. <laughs> Kevin Wilds. What is going on? What are you on? doing?
3: Is this, wow.
2: Wow. Why am I the only one? I getting Wow.
1: Is someone cooking it early? You didn't like my oh. taste.
3: Wow. Is someone
0: cooking early? like pancakes. Is Russ back cooking? I'm moving the Broncos up. <laughs> Change the Broncos and <laughs> the brown. Russ is in the kitchen. This, he's not burning anything. This is just like the good No, I know. It's good. Whatever this burning, is like, it is. No, this is not burning. This is like, oh, wow. This smells we great. Here's why Russ turn the into this. Russ this season. He started off, and you were talking about Russ should be benched. Yeah. Maybe someone wants to take on Russ's large contract. You know who's going to? Sean Payton in Denver. They'll say, okay, oh, hey, we're all right. and 4-0, completing 74% of his passes, which is absurd, has yet to turn the ball over, playing smart football. When Dak does it, we got to give him the MVP. Right. When Russ does it, he gets to keep his job. And what are they cooking?
2: Oh no, not it's more. Bruce going to have an allergic reaction. Right. And we're
0: and out of so smoke so juice. <laughs> 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 it's a bad joke anyways. Turnovers. Cooking turnovers. Oh,
2: okay. You the, get it?
0: Yeah, I get it. Okay, cooking turnovers That's because problem. they're taking they're okay. takeaways and turnovers. We, you we get it. It's still coming, it dumb. Dumb. The, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, the turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> it's malfunctioning. We, it <laughs> <in anything. laughs> Early on, they weren't taking the ball away. They were giving it away. Now they're taking it. And on the menu...
3: Oh, with more. <laughs>
0: well, I have a, I have You're
3: several on the menu. Browns
0: at Texans, which is a winnable game, and the Chargers. I think they're going to lose all three. You think they're going to lose? At when they're hosting the Browns. Yeah, I
2: think they're going to. Yes, I think they will not move the ball at all against I just that did. Browns defense. I think that Russell Wilson will turn the ball. Hasn't. over. Hasn't not via interception, but via strip sack. Then why and are they going to lose against the Chargers? Because the Chargers, are, you can't trust the Chargers week to week. The Chargers are good enough to beat teams, and the Broncos are not good. Listen, America, I give Sean Payton credit for the fact that they didn't, and, I, you know, I really give you Sean Payton credit for not getting Caleb Williams when it looked like this thing was going to tank. I'm glad he's not going to be in the AFC West. <laughs> but this is not a good football team. This is unequivocally you not a good football. You, you're absolutely right, and I give them credit. It's hard, you know what they say, awesome, Coach, it's hard to beat a team eight years in a row. So I understand <laughs> that. But uh, I will... Uh, let's just check back in at the end of this stretch. I checked and in.
0: Four, they're 4-0. Four oh. I've
2: I, been checking. I, I got it. Let's just see. You just They've been asked, better than the Chiefs. You mentioned last, those. Yeah, yes, a lot really, of teams yeah. in the last three weeks have been better, better than the Chiefs. Chiefs are 1-2. and two. Let's just check Why in. After, the top of the team? We don't even have to wait until after this week. The Browns <laughs> are going to beat them this week, and they're going to lose to C.J. Okay, Stroud. Maybe.
1: Go ahead. Nick, i, I got to say that I, I'm proud of you. Oh! I'm proud of you. I'm this proud. never happens. I am proud that you were putting Kansas City and Philadelphia on the same level, because usually it's such ridiculous bias oh. yeah. that Kansas City would still be there. And I think that the, that they went to their yeah. house, but I don't think that they did it the way that you said. I think they snuck yeah. in, kind of stole yeah. a sandwich out of the fridge and left, and it's a lot closer <laughs> than it is. Yeah. And you know, Nick, you accused me last week or last time I was here or something, and it resonated with me. I don't know if we can we can show. Oh. Um, it was kinda About a
2: year ago, Coach and I were hanging out. I was talking. I was like, hey, Coach, you know what? You can be meaner to me on the air. I think it'll be good.
1: <laughs> Coach, too coachable.
2: Too coachable and at this point take it too far. Right. I'm, I'm just constantly having my feelings hurt. <laughs>
1: So I went back to Cleveland I, and I got out my craft box. I didn't,
2: was <laughs> wondering why he was
1: wearing and I made, this. I made you a friendship bracelet. What does it say? That's for you. It,
2: it says, You're my Mahomie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you Kevin, have one? I didn't want to <laughs> leave you out. No okay. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: and I was a little surprised you said you weren't at Big Kansas City Chief because I consider why, you yeah. the OG Kansas City Chief fan. Wait, what is that? You were there before. Everybody believed. And you are the OG. OG,
2: Mahomie. Is you wow, get that? So nice. And Bru, <laughs> Can I,
1: I can't leave you out. This Drew, is great. You were the first the- to recognize the greatness. <sighs> Of Patrick this, Mahomes. Oh, oh. Thank you. So I put a little, awesome. I put a little yin and yang in here to recognize your knowledge, your wisdom, <laughs> your foresight, thank you, coach. and you I are the this first was so nice. Mahomes. No, this I is love it. Coach. Thank you. So coach. I'm thankful for all this three is of, of you, and I what think is it? it's a little bit rough of you to. to portray me as being <laughs> aggressively sure. against your stances when, if anything, I just recognize bruised. yes, yes. segments every week. Yeah, that was, great. Yeah. That was okay. a
3: nice little cherry on top. Very nice, Coach. Now, are these edible, or are these no, actually beans? <laughs> I, are, are they, you know, sometimes you used to get the <laughs> edible ones. But next time, I'm gonna, I'll am <laughs> going get you an edible one for what? next time.
1: <laughs> we all I expect you to have mine every time bad. I show it's up. It's one of the oddest comments. I probably, on on got edge. me hungry,
3: though. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking about it. I, I We're thought he was a mix or something. What is like, in the He's world? thinking of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, little kid.
0: Lamar Jackson was asked about being the number one seed in the AFC, and honestly, he was nonplussed. Take a listen.
3: Ravens now currently the, uh, the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, does that mean anything to you right now? Not really. You know, it's still a lot of season left to play. do not really mean anything to me right now.
2: Perfect answer. Who needs the number one seed more, the Ravens or the Chiefs? Listen, no matter who you think is better, you speak pick for the Super Bowl. I, I don't know what everyone's going to say, but I imagine everyone is going to say the right answer, which is the Ravens. That the Ravens, a team that – I understand Lamar's point, which is it's a long season. Also, Lamar knows his first year as a starter, they were the one seed and they lost their very first game. Right. And so maybe he doesn't. But for – I was talking to Coach about this before the break. The, right now, the other six AFC quarterbacks that are in the playoffs as of today, if the bracket were to hold, have a combined two postseason wins. Lamar has one, and Trevor has one. Mahomes has 11. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying that is anybody that wants to knock off the Chiefs is going to A, the one seed, it's not just the home field, but one less game to play, and have this Chiefs game played in a scenario that the Chiefs have not played in, which is a road playoff game. And the Ravens, who do not have any history of postseason success for anyone involved with this team except for the front office and the head coach, they need that. The Chiefs do not. And so the answer is the Ravens. Well, look,
3: the history is interesting because obviously the Chiefs have had five straight games at AFC Championship. Well, Arrowhead invitation. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird lost, to hold it somewhere else. They've lost two court court of them. Field? They've lost two of them, so mm-hmm. they're not invincible at home. And the Ravens no, are Lamar's one in three in, in the playoffs. And his one win was at, on the road. Yes. And his what, two, two of his three losses were at home. Yep. So, And then this year, even, both of them have two losses at home. So there's that. But um, I think if they meet each other, I don't care where they play. The better team's going to win, whether it's Arrowhead or playing in Baltimore. But I agree with Nick, ultimately. I mean, just because the Ravens don't have the history of knowing that they've won before wherever they play. So, yeah, the Ravens need it more, but I, I, if they meet each other in Arrowhead or in Baltimore, You're gonna I don't pick, think that's going to determine but
2: who wins. I, I, think, I don't think Baltimore can beat them in Arrowhead. What? I don't. I think it has to be played in Kansas City because of the – I think the, the offense's lack of functionality in that environment in, with that crowd volume it, on the road against that Chiefs defense – I don't think the Ravens can overcome that. I do think in Baltimore they'd have more than a, more than a chance. I think they'd be an underdog at home. The Ravens would be to the Chiefs in the AFC title game, but only a small one.
1: Well, we we don't know what Kansas City will do on the road because they don't. He hasn't played on the road, mm-hmm. and, that, and that that's a that's a big that's a big unknown. And and to Nick's point about the crowd noise, playing Kansas City is rough. You know, I have played game you know big games in Kansas City, big games in Baltimore, and the the volume in Kansas City. It's it's similar to Seattle. It, it's really hard to deal with, and and to me, Baltimore's best chance is is as the number one seed, yeah. and and trying to get Mahomes into a spot that he's not comfortable with. They've I, got they've got see, every they've got everything going for him when they're at home. Not just because it's home field advantage, but because they're so familiar with playing big games in that environment. Let's see how he plays big games I, in a hostile environment.
0: I have a weird take, but you can go first.
2: The- well, I was just going to add to Coach's point. I think there would be an element of, if all year the narrative is like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? What's wrong with the Chiefs? It's not the same Chiefs. And then it's like, oh, except they're the one seed and the playoffs once again go through the AFC. It'll feel one way. If all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're actually, you know what? Something is different. They're on the road in the postseason. I wonder if there's almost a the Russian is cut type of uh, moment where it's like, oh, they're not invincible. And you're right, Bru. I know oh. they, they, have, they, they yeah, haven't I mean, won every playoff game they've played in. But I just think in the – the, Ten and two, the, right? Well, yeah, can 11 I, and three overall in the Mahomes year, I think, in the postseason. And I, the, go ahead. I'm going to go another way. Yeah.
0: When we went to the parade, we had the Chiefs as the favorites the whole year. They're, I mean, I know they bounced around the tiers. But, I, but Brew and I were shocked, just in general, that the sentiment was Nick Wright was the only one that believed yeah, in Yeah, because
2: you guys questioned them all year. No, you cannot no, but say I'm so, we had the No, but I'm favors. sorry.
0: But they were like, it felt like Kansas City against the world. Yeah. And it, I think it would be good if at some point Kansas City realizes that they're not that great, that you guys can't score in the second half. And there's got to be a little. Can motivate them. A little bit. A little Tom Brady in the box. Like, you know what? We're going to go on the road. We're going to win every one of these games, and we're going to play the Super Bowl right here. So, I think that I think there's got to be a little bit of a, a no-one-believes-in-us mentality rather than right now there's a little bit of, like, not woe is me, but it's like we got to be better. I, I wonder if they can get this little chip on their shoulder.
1: Having that extra week off, too, is, the, is huge, I, especially if you've got guys dinged up and you don't know whether, you know, you just you got had a that-
0: week off, and they looked, like, yeah,
1: but traditionally they've really. been outstanding with a week off and and it makes such a huge difference for those guys that are on the edge injury-wise playing versus not playing.
2: Yeah, I the I mean I think the bye is more important than home field and I think that's why like the change of the NFL's change from two byes to one bye is one of the most important, you know, of the last decade in the league. And by the way, while the Ravens are the one seed, the, the if the if both teams went out, the Chiefs are the one seed. So the Ravens are kind of up against it from a Odds to actually get it. Perspective. Think the, we
0: think the Chiefs are going to win out. We'll, we'll see.
2: Perfect. I don't think the Ravens are. <laughs>
0: I don't think the Ravens are. <laughs> Friday morning headlines next. <laughs> Medals time. Sixers, Cavs. Maxi with the miss. Melton with the putback.
2: Not good enough. Just one solitary putback to make the medal stand. Who did it better? Bronze medal. Kevin Durant. Thirty-one and nine. And a 13-point win over the woeful Trailblazers. You know, Brew, I don't think Scoot Henderson's gonna win Rookie of the Year. Uh, I might have to tear that ticket up. That's the earliest bail I'm taking. Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't think it's gonna happen. Silver. Tyrese Halliburton might make first-team All-NBA though. 37 and 16 in a check the score here. 157-152. What's the deal with the Patriots? Well, they, they don't even <laughs> yeah, they, 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 like they No, they they're just right, running. And then the goal for the youngest player to reach every 1,000-point milestone in NBA history, and now also the oldest player to reach the 39,000-point threshold because he's the only one. LeBron, Raymond James, Why, as I mentioned earlier, is now only chasing Oscar Schmidt, for the most points ever scored yeah, sure. in professional basketball.
0: Uh, time now to lift our ban on puns and encourage Brew to flex the headline writing muscles he honed and toned while spilling ink for the best publications in the country. It's Monday Morning Headlines. We made a change here. Since we're off tomorrow and Friday, these are called Friday Morning Headlines. Yeah,
2: so we, I at least will be focusing on the Thanksgiving games. And so we'll go to the Cowboys game. Well, we'll show it to you. Dat- Prescott, MVP contender, awaits Professor Broussard's grade. Cause what's that missing, Brew? What does he need? What does he need, Wilds? An A. An A. That's the grade he's hoping to get from that's Brew. You don't like bad, that one? It's pretty bad. good. It has a whole Wheel of Fortune thing that's not mentioned. But it's just understood he's missing yeah. an A, and Brew gives out letter grades. So if Brew gives him a B, it bad. doesn't work. Then I, I
3: I said today I thought they'd have an A. Yeah, there you go. You bad. don't like it. I thought I, you'd
0: and like there's it. a whole other storyline that's not being referenced.
2: Okay. I Here's think my, I'm not doing out. Thanksgiving. Why not? We all agreed You're on it. You're not doing that's Thanksgiving? That's why it's called Friday Morning I changed Thursday. it. What do you mean? We agreed on it on the morning call. I mean, who knows at this point <laughs> what is good for the
0: Patriots and what is <laughs> not? <nuts. laughs> I have no clue. Am I rooting for them to win?
2: Am I rooting to lose? You're rooting yeah. to lose. Am you should I, lose. though? Yeah. Not you when lose. I'm all watching. All right, The main event. All right, here
3: we go. Here we go. Shout out to my man, Dustin. D block. I'll call him D Block. He helped me out on this. G, no seconds. Gino's. G, no seconds. Yes, get it? G? Get it? What what's the seconds? See that picture of Gino in this process. 49ers thanks. ransacked Seahawks on Thanksgiving. What's the seconds mean? Gino so, like, came in second. He came in second place in that Dust game. <laughs> yeah. First place was the Niners. Second place was oh, the, the Seahawks. So,